you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination in godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Good afternoon. This is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio. And I'm Will Addison, and you're listening to Wednesdays with Will. I'm glad you're with me today. I have a, a great show planned today. Got a great guest in studio with me, and we'll get to him uh, in a few minutes. But let me just go ahead and make these announcements first. Uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at addisons at AFR.net. Addisons at AFR.net. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, on YouTube. You can search Aaron Addison's, and you can watch the broadcast live right now if you want to do that. And also, we have an Instagram page. That's something that's new. As you guys know, I'm not that hip, so I'm, you know, somebody else is kind of helping us to watch that, the Instagram page, and, and to post things. And so it's a, it's a good way to get the word out. And so if you want to follow us there, just search Aaron Addison's. Also, big news, of course, MFL Conference 2023. The dates are July 6th to the 8th. You can still register now. Go to marriagefamilylife.net, marriagefamilylife.net. I hope to see you there. It's going to be a great time. God has consistently met us at each conference, and I expect him to do the same this year. We have a great lineup of uh, speakers. If you go to marriagefamilylife.net, you can see our speakers, you can read their bios and get a feel of who's going to be there. And, of course, we have our Youth Apologetics track, ages 4 to 17. So this is a family event. We desire that the whole family will be a part of this so uh, you don't have to worry about uh, the kids staying back. Bring them on. Yeah, that We have something for them as well, and it's not just going to be juice and crackers. They may get that, but it's going to be a lot more uh, with our Youth Apologetics track. So make sure that you go and register marriagefamilylife.net. Also, we are gathering uh, stories for our share listener stories. So if the Lord has really done something in your life and you heard something on AFR, you're like, man, that, that really changed my life or it spoke to me, we would love to hear that. And so if you call 877-876-8893, 877-876-8893, Eight eight nine three, and leave uh, a minute or two uh, of of what you have experienced through listening to AFR. We would love to get that testimony. You may hear it on our Sherathon in our Spring Sherathon, and so uh, if you would love to do that, I, I we we would love for you to do it because this is encouraging for us to hear how God is moving through the ministry of American Family Radio. Eight seven seven eight seven six eight eight nine three. So today we're going to be talking about addictions. And uh, before I get to our guest who wrote a book called Finding Jesus, it's a 21-day devotional to help break the bonds of addiction through fasting. You know, fasting is one of those things, and I've talked about this before, in the church, it's not very popular. (laughs) You know, when you talk about not eating uh, or staying away from things that you like to do, 
that's not a popular thing because we, you know, we live in this flesh and there's always a battle. But fasting, uh, the results of it, man, you know, God really can break strongholds over our lives through fasting. So we're going to talk about that. You know, the Bible says, um, it talks about uh, all things are lawful. Like there are things that we can do and it may be okay. Like it's all right for me to, let's say, go to a ball game or watch TV or things like that. But not all things are profitable. That's the thing. Sometimes things are lawful and they're all right. We're not breaking the law. We're not sinning. But is it profitable? All things are lawful for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. The Apostle Paul here in saying that, you know, every time I read this scripture, I'm thinking, God, is there something I'm being mastered by? See, it's all right to have certain things that, man, I enjoy doing this. You know, one thing that I found to be a hobby for me is working out. I, like, I just like to do it, you know. Um, it's a part of my schedule. I go early in the morning. And even that I had to adjust because I used to go in the afternoon. And you guys know I have a big family. And so it would take time away from me being with my family in the afternoon because I had to go work out right after work. So I moved it to the morning. And so while everybody else is asleep, <laughs> that's where I am, you know. And so I don't miss that time, you know. But I had to get to that point and realize, man, this is stealing some time away from the most important thing, you know. And so uh, what was I being mastered by that? Yeah, because it kind of like graded on me to have to move my time, you know. It's a routine thing, and I just like doing it at that time. So I'm saying all that to say there can be things that are good for us. Uh, not bad, not harmful, but we can become mastered by it to such a point, such a degree that we're like, man, if it's uh, uh, messed with or even, you know, touched, we're kind of like we get irritated. You know, maybe social media. One thing that I have to routinely do, I have to do this is delete the uh, app off my phone. Like with Facebook, I have to delete it off my phone so I can have a time of just break away from it. If I don't, you know, I'm tempted to just press it. And it's almost like second nature, boom, and just to see what's going on. And so that's one thing I I had to implement. And I realized when I do that, man, there's a different feeling that I feel lighter. I feel like, man, I'm not worrying about this or that, you know. And so those things, I, I, you know, when I realized, man, I'm being mastered by this, you know, this is something that I feel like I need to do. But that's nothing that should be like that that has a hold on us, you know. And so uh, the scripture says, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. And right here it says, food is for the stomach and stomach is in the stomach for food, but God will do away with both of them. Yet the body is not for immorality, but for the Lord. And the Lord is for the body. Man, even when we talk about fasting, you know, we see that a lot of times food has a mastery over us. You know, I'm from New Orleans, and one of the models is, you know, uh, we we live to eat. We don't eat to live. We live to eat, <laughs> you know, and that's terrible when you think about it, you know. But uh, the mastery of, of those things, man, we have to really be watchful as followers of Christ if there's those things that have, have kind of encroached into our lives that we May, may be unaware of, right? And then we notice like, man, I'm, I'm kind of, I have to do this. If not, you know, I'm aggravated or irritated. And so today we're going to talk about uh, this book, 
finding Jesus. And um, actually, what we're going to do now, I want to bring my guest in. And uh, we're going to have this discussion. And I might butcher your last name, man. That's okay. <laughs> but I'm just going to call you my buddy, Chris. All right. Chris Osborne. Is that close? Osborne. 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 Okay. But he wrote a book called Finding Jesus. And I met Chris at, at our church. I believe that's where I first met him. Yeah. And, um, you know, the even back then, uh, the Lord, he hadn't wrote, written a book yet, but the Lord was working on his heart and doing some things, you know, but he hadn't gotten to this point. Um, he uh, got some discipleship and uh, through a good brother uh, that, that attends our church, man, and, and God just put this on his heart. But I want, what I want to do, first of all, is to get people to know who you are and to hear your testimony of how you came to Christ. And then we're going to go into like this whole uh, addiction. And the addiction that we're going to talk about with you is specifically, people might say, that, that could be addicting? Like, really? You know? So, Chris, tell us a little bit about yourself and then how you came to know Christ. Hey, Will, thank you for having me on the show. It's a blessing. Um, I, I, I came to know Christ first when I was 13 mm-hmm. as a child, but I didn't really know about discipleship or, or what a personal relationship with God really was. Yeah. So um, throughout my childhood and my adulthood, I eventually became a prodigal and I walked away from my faith and lived my life the way I wanted to live it. Mm. And in 2018, my church, I was attending at the time, the pastor invited us to do a 21-day fast with the congregation, you know, corporately. Yeah. And I knew that I needed, he explained to us that we needed to fast from something that is keeping us from seeking that personal relationship with Jesus daily. Mm -hmm. And I knew what that was. It was playing video games. Hmm. For 25 years of my adulthood, um, I was lost in addiction. You talked about not being mastered by anything. I was consumed Mm. by the desire to play video games. That was what I escaped to, Mm. to overcome any problems that I had. So, I started fasting from video games in January of 2018. And while I was fasting, I had been given a book, Revelation Revealed, by Dr. Timothy Sutton. I picked that book up and wanted to read it. Mm-hmm. And um, as I was reading that book, the Holy Spirit came upon me and said, Son, why are you reading about the end of my life when you haven't known me from the beginning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had never read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Well, only God knows that. <laughs> so God spoke to me and said, You're not doing this right. So... I knew that the Gospels were Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, so I had set my heart to read the Gospels and yeah. then pick that book up. Yeah. But Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, and plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. The Holy Spirit had different plans for me. Mm. So when I started reading Matthew, I didn't stop reading until I finished the book of Revelation. Wow. <laughs> and um, so anyways, I read the New Testament fully and then i picked up um revelation revealed and fully studied it mm-hmm. so i turned a 21 day fast or god helped me turn a 21 day fast into a three-month fast wow from video games and i met jesus for the first time during this time period mm. but you see the problem we have in life in our flesh that you were talking about is there's one, always one thing that we're holding on to that we need to give up before we can fully give our hearts to jesus because god says Love the Lord with all your heart, mm. all your might, all your soul, all your strength. He doesn't want 50% of our heart. Right. He don't want 75% of our heart 
He don't only want 90% of our heart. He wants 100% of our heart. Amen. And until we submit that to him, we can't be go that deep relationship with him. Hmm. So I did, so at that point, you know, when you when you did this fast, when the Lord extended it. Right. Um this is when you really came face to face with God and was like, "Okay, I'm giving it all to you." Yes. And and this gaming addiction was a main piece uh that you had to surrender to the Lord. Yes. How, how did you was there outside uh, uh uh people like saying that you have an addiction, man, you need to stop this? Like what was this something that was going on that people were telling you or just Yes, that yeah. that's one thing that uh God blessed me with was I was married at the time and, and my wife would tell me, you know, you're going too deep. She didn't use the word addiction, mm-hmm. but she'd tell me that I was it was a problem. My video game was a problem. Mm. And to, and to be honest, if we we're honest with ourselves, we all know what our problem is. Yeah. It's not that we don't know it. We don't want to admit to it. Yeah. I, I deal with addiction ministry now a lot. And if you talk to someone who's addicted to drugs, they know they have a problem, mm. but they don't know how to overcome it. Mm. See, they, they, don't, they need us as the body of Christ to tell them the truth that we need Jesus to help us overcome our addiction. Yeah, and That's one of the purposes for writing the book is to help people lead people to Jesus, the one who helps them overcome their addiction. Amen. And so we, we'll talk more about it because we have a break coming up. But I want to ask you, as far as you say you were married, did this addiction play into, you know, some of the relationship being broken? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, My video game addiction actually caused me two out of my three marriages problems. And wow. What ended up in divorce. Wow. Wow. So this was a, a, a deep, you know, addiction, a deep, and it, it, it not only messed up, one relationship, but multiple. Yes. Wow. And so getting to the point of being, uh, of understanding that you need to be free. Yeah. This was huge. This yes. fast and, and what God was doing in your heart. Like this was like a life changer for you. Yes. Wow. Amen. Well, look, this is what we'll do. We're going to continue to talk about um, this addiction and, and we're going to talk about this book that God has uh, birthed through you. And the process of writing this book and, and, you know, how how you wrote it and what the Lord was speaking to your heart once we get back. This is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio. This is Wednesdays with Will, and we'll be back right after this. This is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio. You're listening to Wednesdays with Will. And I'm Will Addison. And we're talking about Finding Jesus, a book written by my uh, 
the brother Chris, who wrote a 21-day devotional to help break the bonds of addiction through fasting. And so before uh, we go further, I want to give Chris an opportunity to go ahead and finish giving his testimony of how the Lord uh, saved him and, and brought him to where he is now. All right. Thank you, Will. Um, so I finished, said I was fasting for three months from video game addiction. Mm-hmm. And um, when you stop fasting, you break your fast, you actually start doing what you were fasting from. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? In March of 2018, I started playing video games again. Mm-hmm. And um, so for two months, I was playing video games again. In May 2018, my wife at the time said, um, you're, you're getting back into it again. You've got to back off. And um, I tried to, I did. And the problem is how it affected my marriage is when you're having addiction, it's consuming you, it's controlling you, you're not controlling it. So over the eight years, she would tell me these things, you need to back off. And I would say I would, but the truth is I didn't want to. I was trying to please her. Mm. So I would try, but I would fail. And over the eight years, I can't tell you how many times that happened. So I wasn't trustworthy. Mm. So I had done it again. I told her I would try. And I failed. Um, I had taken 11 days off in a row for vacation. And um, after she told me that, about two weeks. And the first half of that vacation, I did well. But I went right back into my video gaming. And this time, I was all in. There was no stopping me. Mm. And um, the difference was, is I had met Jesus earlier that year. Mm. And Jesus opened my eyes to see something I had never seen before. I was playing video games, doing my very basic chores I needed to do to survive for my family and ignoring my wife and kids. And um, God opened my eyes to see a change in her behavior that I'd never actually acknowledged that I'd seen before. Mm -hmm. Now, I believe it was happening throughout the whole time, but I wasn't able to see it. Wow. So God opened my eyes to see it this time. But what did I do? I ignored it. I didn't do anything. I didn't say, hey, hon, how are you doing? Or what's, why, why are you acting differently? Mm-hmm. I didn't say none of that. I just mm-hmm. ignored it. So when I went back to work that Friday night after my vacation, Jesus had something to say to me about my behavior. Mm-hmm. He said, son, you saw a change in your wife's behavior, and you were powerless to do anything about it. You have to stop your gaming now. Mm-hmm. He gave me short glimpses of how much damage my video game addiction had caused my family and my friends and my lack of friends. I never had friends in my whole life at this point. I was 38. And then he showed me small glimpses of of how much time I'd lost serving him in his kingdom. And I was convicted and I repented and I gave my life to Christ on May 25th, 2018. Wow. And, um, anyways, so you went back to it after the fast. Yes. But then, it, you know, God revealed to you that, hey, this is a problem. You need to stop now. And you had even missed, you know, what was going on with, with your wife at the time that, you know, that she had changed and everything. And that's when God got your attention. Yes. And from when he got your attention that last time, that was it. That was it. That was it. Okay. He delivered me. He delivered you. Now, see, that's 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 a great word because there are people who don't believe that God can deliver fully, that you're going to still, and you may still be tempted with things, but God can deliver to where you are not addicted to the whatever it is right. anymore. 
Yes. You know, God delivered me from pornography. And I talk about it freely because I know that there are a lot of men, women who are dealing with that and hearing a testimony of God actually delivering out of that stuff is, is, is something that we need to hear. There are a lot of people who are dealing with gaming addiction. Yes. I know someone who is, you know, but they don't, they don't accept that, but it's one of those things it's, it's, it's big now because there's a whole community people that you don't even know that, you know, you're talking to it's, it's, it's like a whole nother world, virtual world. And so what you're saying here, I believe is freeing for people, you know, uh, even parents who have children who may be, you know, addicted to gaming or parents themselves. Yes. You know, so let's fast forward to finding Jesus. Okay. What was it that uh, made you want to write this book? Like what caused this book to come about, you know, uh, and was it immediately after you were set free or uh, what what happened between that time? Um, so after God delivered me in two th- May of 2018, mm-hmm. um, he didn't save my marriage because the sin has consequences. Mm-hmm. And that's something wow. we don't talk about enough. Mm-hmm. The consequence of my sin of video game addiction was losing my marriage. But wow. see, God says those who exalt themselves, he's humbles. He's humbles. But those who humble him themselves, he exalts. So mm-hmm. He had humbled me so that all the only choice I had was to look up and see him. So I spent three and a half years seeking him in the word, daily reading about him, um, praying, um, sharing with others on Facebook what I had been reading Mm -hmm. and developing that relationship with him personally. And that's something that I was missing the seven years I was going to church prior to that, Mm -hmm. being, you know, truly saved. So um, about four years later, um, I met a Christian counselor through a mutual friend we'd shared. Mm Mm-hmm. He came to me to ask for help after hearing my testimony of how God delivered me from video game addiction, the power of a testimony. Mm-hmm. He wanted to know how to help others who were addicted to video games recognize it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Let me let me break this down for us. This man was a Christian counselor. Yeah. Been to seminary school, helped people for 30 years. He came to me, wow. a four-year-old baby Christian, to ask me for help. That's humbling. Wow. wow. And he had to humble himself to do that. Wow. But God gave me the testimony. He didn't give it to him. Mm. And God knew that I had a testimony that God could use for his glory. Mm. Yeah. But I didn't have the answer to his question at the time. Mm. But I knew God did. He chose me for a purpose. So I went home, sat down with a notebook and pen, and prayed, God, show me how to help these people. And I started writing. Because I'd spent three and a half years in the Word with God, I knew Him, and I knew the power He has. Amen. So He will take a willing heart and use it for His glory. So I, I knew that if I obeyed Him by writing, He would give me what to write. Yeah, yeah. So over the next 12 hours, God led me in the Spirit to write a program to help people overcome their addiction through a period of fasting, asking themselves questions about how their fast is affecting them Seeking Jesus and praying. I knew this would work because God had already done this for me in 2018. Mm. My counselor friend encouraged me to come up with a document for this program. And I repeated the process. I sat down every day for 25 days and prayed. God showed me what to write. Wow. And started writing each day. 
And by the grace of God and his power, 25 days later, I had written the first draft of the book. So 25 days. 25 days to from write start to finish. This book. Yes. 25 days. That's God. It ain't me. That is God. That is God. You know, I'm reminded, I, I don't remember how long it took him, but uh, the story I hear of A.W. Tozer, who wrote uh, The Pursuit of uh, Holiness, I believe it is, he wrote it on a train ride. <laughs> wow. You know, but it, those type of things, God God is orchestrating that. Yes. Because he has a, a plan and a purpose. He desires that people will be set free. And so, you know, he used a willing vessel. Right. You know, who has gone through this and, and, and submitted himself to, to God to pray and to fast. And in 25 days, you get finding Jesus. Yes. Wow. Well, praise God for that. So then what are the next steps? So you have this draft. Right. And so are you like, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> well, yeah, I was. I came to you and some other men and asked him for advice because I'd never written a book before. I mm-hmm. I didn't actually even set out to write a book. Yeah. I was led by God through another man to the process. Yeah. So I found a a publisher who I submitted my book to and, and prayed that they would accept it because they were very particular. Mm-hmm. So God provided me a publisher who accepted my book. Uh, it's a, you know, this is a self-published book. Mm-hmm. And then he provided me the finances to pay for the book. Yeah, I went and told people about what God had done for me, and they gave me money wow. to pay for the, the book. Yeah, And he, it just, he just provided. And it was God, God the whole way through. Right, it was God. Step, step by step. Step by step. And, and for you, it had to be. Confirmation yes. that God is saying, I want you to continue to go forward with producing or writing uh, and getting this book pub- published. Yes. Wow. So I want to say this. Mm-hmm. I texted this counselor and uh, tell him about the verses that God showed me, Isaiah 30, 18 through 22, and we'll get, maybe we'll get to those later. But mm-hmm. um, And at the end of my text, I said this phrase, this is the key that unlocks the door. Mm. The Spirit led me to tell him that. I didn't know what it meant. Yeah, at the time, and I'm, I'm I read it. And I'm like, why did you have me say that, God? What does that mean? <laughs> so as I was writing the book, after you know, God showed me what it means. It says this is page twenty seven of the book. Mm-hmm. Imagine someone lost in idolatry, and I properly label addiction the way God sees it, idolatry. Mm. So we're going to say it so people understand. It. Imagine Putting something some, before Him. Yes. Yeah. Imagine something that someone lost in addiction is trapped in a locked room and doesn't know how to get out. Anyone who is truly dealing with addiction knows what I'm talking about. How do they get out if they don't have the key? They need someone to help them by bringing them the key. Mm. The key to escape is a relationship with Jesus. Mm. The door that leads out is the door to salvation. And that was just so beautiful that he shared that with me and told me that that's what it meant. Wow. No, that's awesome. And so God has provided not only, you know, the, the, the publishing, you know, brought that about the, the finances to write this book, but also is giving you the, the scripture, scriptural backing and everything that you need. And even is speaking to you, you know, certain things like the key. This is, yes. the, you know, if you, you just see God's hand all <clears throat> all over this whole process. And so you proceed. And, and, and going forward. So then, what happens? Well, um, I get the book published, mm-hmm. and um, I 
did it was it the response to it what you thought it would be no after no okay it's not been uh i have some people that you know have bought it and i have i've have given away more copies than i've sold because i want people to get their hands on this book because i believe it changed my life and i want it to help use it to help other people's lives be changed yeah and so even through that even through that that process you know you can see you know God you know God's hand is on it yes and he's provided the whole way yes but even the, your heart in it is that people will be set free you're not trying to like make a come up like make you know big bucks off of this <laughs> no. but it's more of like man I've been freed and I desire for people to to experience the same freedom that I I've yes. experienced so I've seen my life and other people's life that is believers, the church, we're hurting. We're, we're, we're in a place of hurting and sickness mm. and we need, we need to help each other. Yeah. Um, imagine, I know I'm talking to a lot of people today and there are parents who are listening to my voice that are struggling with their relationship with their kids mm. because they can't get them out of a screen, phone, TV, video games that they're, they're addicted. Yeah. There's husbands and wives who are struggling in their lives and their in their marriages because they don't know how to communicate each other with each other properly. So because they're so spending so much time entertaining themselves, yeah. watching TV or video games or social media, um, and like you said earlier, pornography is even a big problem in mm. marriages. Yeah, and, and and we need to help each other as the body of Christ. We're supposed to help each other. That's right. That's right, man. And so. The process of you writing of writing this book, you have in the beginning. There's a playlist of worship songs. Yes, you know there. Then there's the you know the the meat of it. You get to the end, and there's like a, uh, some questions. Uh, there's a prayer. Yes, and then there's some questions for you to ask yourself and to be kind of you know yeah. just thinking about what what you read. All of that, like, how did that come about? This guy just downloaded that process to you of how to do it. Well, he used the example of my life. Mm-hmm. And and showed me as I was writing that first day, the program. Um, I started off asking myself the question, "What would why, what would I want someone to say to me if I was an addict?" Mm-hmm. And then I, I wrote down, "Okay, so I don't know what addiction is. So let me look up what the word addiction means." Mm-hmm. And I looked that up, and I knew that addiction wasn't in the Bible. So he's the God led me to look up the word inclination, which was a part of the diction, definition of addiction. When I look because I, I knew that the word incline was in the Bible, mm-hmm. and I wanted to know what God had said to say about this, not what man or the world had right. to say about addiction. So, because I knew God was the one that led me out, right? So, the program uh, He helped me develop. There, keep going. There are four. There are four strategies, and we'll get to more later. But fasting, um, reading the Bible, um, self reflection questions, and discipleship. Okay. Okay. And I want to. Um, nail down on that fasting again because you have some scriptures that we even talked about in uh, before the show, you know, of how God uh, used those scriptures about fasting and different things to to really be um, what would teach people how to get yes. free, yes. you know. And so we're going to talk about that as well when we come back. This is Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio. Man, this is powerful stuff, man. And I know that there are parents and there are loved ones who. You're thinking about somebody now. And so we're going to let you know how you can get this book. And man, I I really believe it's going to be a blessing for you and your family. We'll be back right after this.
Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio. I'm Will Addison. You're listening to Wednesdays with Will, and I'm here with my special guest, Chris Osborne, and he wrote a book called Finding Jesus. It's a 21-day devotional to help break the bonds of addiction through fasting, and uh, we were just talking about uh, his testimony uh, in the last segment and, and just writing the book and how that process went. We see the hand of God upon uh, this whole uh, process, finances, the publisher, everything that God, um, you know, just used these people to help Chris to, to to write this book and to fulfill what God was calling him to do. But I wanted to talk a little bit about um, some of the scriptures. But before we get to that, if you would like to call in, um, the line is open, 888 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. Eight eight four zero, but Chris is is the program taught um, in finding Jesus supported by biblical principles? Um, that's a good question. Thanks for asking. I do believe that the principles taught are based on two different texts from the Book of Isaiah, and these are these are the scriptures that God showed me as I was coming up with the program. Yeah. the first time I prayed and wrote, wrote um, first the first scripture verses are found in Isaiah chapter fifty eight verses 6 through 11. I'm going to read them because they're really powerful. It says, verse 6, Is this not the fast which I choose, Mm. to loosen the bonds of wickedness, to undo the bands of the yoke, and to let the oppressed go free and break every yoke? Addiction is is putting something before God Mm -hmm. that's wicked. Mm-hmm. And it, it's oppressing us. It's we got It's a guy that's attached to a yoke that's have us under bondage. Yeah. So fasting does is related to addiction from that verse. Verse 7, is it not to divide your bread with the hungry mm. and bring the homeless poor into the house? When you see the naked to cover him and to not hide yourself from your own flesh. That last phrase, hide yourself from your own flesh, means hiding your sinful sins again from yourself. Mm. And verse 8, this is a powerful verse. Then your light will break out like the dawn. Mm-hmm. Imagine a morning right before sun, the sun rises and it's darkness and all of a sudden the sun just coming up mm. from behind the ocean and just yeah. the light's just breaking out. That's what that's the imagery. Mm. Um, and your recovery will speedily spring forth. Your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Verse 9, Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry, and he will say, Here I am. If you remove the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger, and speaking wickedness, and if you give yourself to the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then your light will rise in darkness, and your gloom will become like midday. Hmm. Last two phrases. With what? Addiction comes depression. 
So he's, this overcomes our depression. Amen. In 11, verse 11, And the Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your desire in scorched places and give strength to your bones. And you will be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Hmm. So these, these verses teach how fasting helps us overcome addiction. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it and it would make sense why the why our flesh and the enemy would try to get us not to fast, right? You know, or even being a type of culture that really idolize eating. You know <laughs> that we can't miss meals or we can't get away from things that we really love. You know, because there's freedom that's found in the, in the breaking of chains by fasting. Yes, amen. And then he showed me Isaiah thirty verses eighteen through twenty two, and this is the way we overcome our idolatry because. Mm. Okay, what is an idol? It's putting something else before Jesus yeah. in relationship with God. So think about that as we're reading these verses. Verse 18, Therefore the Lord longs to be gracious to you, and therefore he waits on high to have compassion on you. Mm. For the Lord is a God of justice. How blessed are all those who long for him. Amen. That word <laughs> long and waits in, in Hebrew is the same word. It's haka, mm. and it means Actively waiting with an expectation. So when we actively wait or seek God with an expectation, yeah. that's what it's talking about. Wow. Verse 19. O people in Zion, inhabitant in Jerusalem, you will weep no longer. He will surely be gracious to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears it, he will answer you. Back in Isaiah 58, it says, "The Lord will, you will call and the Lord will answer. Amen. So it's, it's related. Amen. Verse 20, although the Lord has given you bread of privation and water of oppression, he, your teacher, will mm. no longer hide himself, but your eyes will behold your teacher. Okay, there's two phrases in this verse that you need to understand. Bread of privation and water of oppression. Those two verses, those two phrases mean like you feel like you're hemmed in, trapped, like there's no way out. Mm. Is that not a perfect description <laughs> of addiction? It is. It is. Um, so he, then he shows himself to you. Amen. That's what it's talking about. So we set our heart to long for him, which is to seek him. Mm -hmm. We cry out to him in our need. He hears us. He answers us. He reveals himself to us. And here's what he does next in 21. And your ears will hear a word behind you. This mm -hmm. is the way. Walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right or to the left. The, the imagery that God gave me for the book on this verse is if you if you're standing in a line with a toddler where do you put the toddler at and yeah where do you put the toddler at i'm yeah. asking you oh i'm putting my toddler in front of me right yeah okay so and just keep him in the going in the line because yeah. you don't know where he's going what do you do right you got him you got him make sure he don't go off look at the eyes of the toddler now does the toddler think he's leading or does he <laughs> think you're leading him hmm that's God. That's what Jesus does for us. He mm. lets us think we're leading ourselves, but the whole time he's guiding us. <laughs> That's amazing. Mm. And then 22, after we've set our heart to long for the Lord and we cried out to him and he hears us, he answers us, he reveals himself to us, mm -hmm. and we know him because he's guiding us, this is what we do. And you will defile your graven images overlaid with silver mm. and your molten images plated with gold. You will scatter them as an impure thing and say to be them, be gone. Be gone. Because we know our Lord and Jesus and our Savior, and that's all we need. We destroy our idols ourselves. 
Amen. Amen. Look, this is what we're going we're gonna to do. We have a couple of calls. I want you to let people know how to get this book. Okay. Because I even see in the chat right here someone saying that their loved one needs this book. You know, uh, so how can people get this book? Okay. Um, I have a website. It's Finding Jesus Book, all one word, dot com. Finding Jesus Book dot com. Mm-hmm. And on, on that website, there's a link that just says purchase a copy of the book and it takes you to the publisher's webpage where it has Amazon, link for Amazon, mm-hmm. um, Barnes and Noble, and then, or you can purchase it directly from the publisher. Okay. And then, or you can go to my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Finding Jesus Book. Um, message me there. I've got, Links on my Facebook page to get to the where you can purchase it as well. Okay, so findingjesusbook.com, findingjesusbook.com is his website. And then if you um, go to Facebook, find at findingjesusbook or facebook.com slash findingjesusbook. All right, so if you know someone uh, that needs this book or you may feel like, man, I, I need to check this out for myself, uh, you can get a copy and we'll make sure to give that again before we finish uh, the show. All right, so let's go to the calls. Right now, first call we're going to go to is David in Virginia. Hi, David. Hi, how are you? Doing great. Um, I just wanted to let you know that uh, I was, uh, before I came to know the Lord as my Savior, I was an alcoholic as well as a chain smoker. Mm. And uh, the day that I trusted Jesus Christ to be my Lord and my God, that very moment, I I never drank again. I knew I would never drink again. Praise God. But I continued smoking. Mm-hmm. And uh, three days after I was, uh, uh, you know, after I got saved, mm-hmm. I was reading and ran into Romans 12, verses mm-hmm. 1 and 2. And I'll, I'll quote verse 1. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And mm-hmm. when I read that, then reasonable service. You're right, Lord. It is my reasonable service to give up cigarettes for you. You saved Amen. my soul from hell. Amen. And I Amen. took the cigarettes and I tore them up, threw them away, sat back down to read. And that day, by the grace of God, I stopped smoking after smoking three packs and four packs a day. Wow. For, for so many years. Yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, but I also carried a New Testament in my pocket all the time. And if ever I got the urge to smoke, I would just take out the New Testament wherever I was, at work, anywhere, and I would sit and read for a little bit. Maybe the Word of God and the, and the urge w- would stop, mm. and I kept on going. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you so much for that testimony, Thank David. you for sharing. I have something to say about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, That's a great, great idea is to carry the Word with you. Yeah. And because what I've, I've experienced is when we get in the word mm-hmm. and we, we, we're having that personal time with Jesus and he only he can fill the void that he Amen. created in us. Amen. And that's what we're seeking to fill it with other addictions is, yeah. is the void that he needs to fill. Amen. Amen. Um, 888-589-8840 is the number. 888-589-8840. Let's go now to see RJ. Hi, RJ. Hello, Will the Great. I'd be listening to you and Miki every afternoon for five years, Bubba. Wow. wow. And I enjoy, I mean, uh, uh, Miki really gets into what she's <laughs> she talking fired about. Up. And then you giggle, and every time you <laughs> giggle, I giggle. Uh, what I'm getting to is um, I've been playing the Madden video football game since 1993. Mm-hmm. Um 
I am officially retired as of seven years ago. I'm 57 years old, but the kicker is, is while I'm listening to you and then exploring the word when you and her are done, I listen, but I play football while I'm listening to you and Miki, and then I listen to exploring the word. Mm-hmm. Should I pray about stopping my football game? Because it's not only football game. I love music, movies, football. Uh, so what's, what's y'all's feedback? All right. Well, I'll say this, uh, RJ. I, you know, those things, if they are mastering you, I think, yes, you should pray. And, and first of all, pray to see if, if that's what's going on. The, those things in themselves are not bad. But uh, uh, what we're talking about here is an addiction. Now, so if it's if it's something that's mastering you, I would say if it's anything that, that has that position, we should submit it to the Lord and to say, God, help me to tamp this down. Help, to, help me to not be addicted or mastered by these things. Chris, what you what do you say? Yeah, I agree with you, Will. Um, I would say search your heart. Ask yourself, how much time am I doing these activities versus time I'm seeking that personal relationship with the Lord? And if there's an imbalance there, then you may not have to kick it all the way out of your life, but you need to work on finding that balance. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, because, like I said before, uh, these things in, in, in themselves are not bad, usually. But, man, we have a way, our flesh has a way of wanting more and more and more yes. to, to, to fulfill the flesh, you know. And so when that happens— Thank God for the Holy Spirit that live inside of us to to give us those nudges. And a lot of times we push those nudges away. We're like, uh, you know, I want to do this. And that's when, man, we become mastered by those things. Let me add something to that. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem with my addiction was not listening to the people who care about me and love me and telling me the truth. You know, if someone tells you that something's bothering them or hurting them, maybe we need to listen. Mm. because they're not telling you that because they're trying to criticize you. That ter- They're telling you that to communicate with you the problem. Yeah. And when we ignore that, we're, we're saying our flesh, our <laughs> own person, our selfishness, mm-hmm. which is sin in God's eyes, mm-hmm. is more important than their needs. Wow. How do we love our neighbor? We put unselfishly seek the best of them over ourselves. Amen. That's Amen. What, how God says we should love other people. Amen. Well, let's try to get to another call here. Uh, Chang in North Carolina. Hi, Chang. Hey, how you doing, brother? Such a pleasure and an honor to be here with you uh, today. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. So my my comment would be um, in with any addiction, we need to recognize as believers uh, the authority authority that the Lord Jesus Christ has. You know, the Bible says that all authority under heaven and on earth has been given to Christ. Mm. And if we learn to walk in the authority that the Lord Jesus Christ has given us, Mm -hmm. he gives us victory through that. And with continual repentance and the renewal, the transformation, the renewal of our minds, uh, we can have victory over any addiction in our lives. We don't have to yield over to our fleshly desires, but Amen. we can daily repent and daily walk in the freedom that Christ has given us. Amen. Great. That's a great way to end the show. Look, if you if you want to get this book, remember you can go to uh, FindingJesusBook.com, FindingJesusBook.com, or you can look up that same name on on Facebook facebook.com slash finding jesus book man thank you so much chris for being here with me Appreciate thank you for it. having me 
This has been Aaron Addison's here on American Family Radio, Wednesdays with Will. We'll be back tomorrow, but until then, God bless.